BridgeBank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. BridgeBank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. BridgeBank, be bold, venture wisely. Hi there, I'm Randad Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. With a strike threat imminent, SAG-AFTRA, the union representing actors, has agreed to last-minute federal mediation to try to reach a deal with film and television producers. Now, if that deal isn't struck over things like residual payments from streaming platforms, actors are expected to go on strike starting at midnight. They'd be joining Hollywood writers who walked off the job in May over similar issues. The impact of an actor's strike would be far-reaching, immediately shutting down production on TV shows and movies but a strike would also change big pop culture events like Comic-Con, which is set to kick off on July 20th in San Diego. Most studios have elected to not have a sizable presence at San Diego Comic-Con this year. That's Adam Vary, a senior entertainment writer for Variety. He says if there are no actors or writers available to promote movies and shows because of labor unrest, the studios didn't think it was worthwhile having big, elaborate panels or showcases at Comic-Con. You can go to Comic-Con and put on a panel where you bring out your biggest stars and show off brand new footage that no one's seen before and whip up the core fan base Barry says Comic-Con panels will likely include more executives and additional footage of movies and shows instead of the normal Q&As and fan interactions with stars. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find the link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love 
while also getting access to cool events, behind the scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support. LGBTQ pride events have been taking place across the country amid growing threats of violence towards the community. Along with being frightening, these threats are also impacting pride organizations' financial bottom lines. One example, skyrocketing insurance costs. In San Diego, KPBS reporter Scott Rod has this closer look. San Diego Pride Week kicked off with SheFest on Saturday. It's a celebration of LGBTQ women and people who are non-binary and gender non-conforming. Live bands strutted the stage. Food trucks served up vegan and Indian fusion dishes, and hundreds of people checked out booths set up by vendors and community groups. The vibe of SheFest is very much connecting with people. Kathy Molig is executive director of Trans Family Support Services. There's an entertainment factor, there's a community building factor, and there's an educational factor. Hundreds of thousands of people are expected to attend the week-long Pride celebration in San Diego. But behind the scenes, the good vibes are tempered by a growing concern. Fernando Lopez is executive director of San Diego Pride. What we're seeing right here, not just in San Diego, but all over the country, is a rise in anti-LGBT sentiment. Here are just a few examples. Hate crimes based on sexual orientation in California increased nearly 30 percent last year, according to the State Department of Justice. Incidents against trans and gender nonconforming people jumped by more than 50 percent. Far-right groups have organized in-person confrontations at drag events across the country. And just last month, police arrested a man for an alleged bomb threat against Nashville's Pride event. All of this has gotten the attention of insurance providers. I'm hearing from Prides from L.A., San Francisco, New York, and a ton of these smaller Prides all over the country that the rise in insurance fees is untenable. Insurance is required for pretty much any large event. It helps cover liabilities, like if someone sues after tripping over a curb or if there's a mass shooting. San Diego Pride typically purchases an extra layer of insurance to cover any major incidents. Last year, the coverage cost them about $10,000. But this year, according to Lopez, it would have cost $300,000. You can't budget for that. How could I budget for that year over year? Pride events are being scrutinized in really unprecedented ways. Bruce Smiley Califf is vice president and senior underwriter at Califf Insurance. The company specializes in coverage for large outdoor events, including dozens of pride festivals nationwide. He says insurance costs are going up for all concerts and festivals for several reasons. Attendees are more likely to file lawsuits over minor incidents. Insurance markets are also overburdened in general due to a rise in costly claims tied to things like hurricanes and wildfires. And there's the growing threat of mass casualty events, like a shooting. That's a particular concern when it comes to pride festivals. Carriers are terrified by very, very large events, especially ones that could be deemed a little bit more risky when it comes to acts of violence or perceived violence or threats. These ballooning insurance costs are creating tough business decisions for LGBTQ organizations. San Diego Pride went with a more basic insurance plan this year. 
because spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on extra insurance would have meant pulling funding from other essential programs. But that means they may be on the hook financially if a major incident happens. Sacramento's Pride Festival had to raise its ticket prices for the first time in three decades, in part because its event insurance more than doubled in recent years. We got to a place where we couldn't just supplement all the additional costs with more sponsorship or more beverage sales. We had to raise the ticket prices. David Heitzeman is CEO of the Sacramento LGBT Community Center, which organizes Sacramento Pride. He says safety and security is their top concern. But he fears increased entry fees could make the Pride Festival less accessible at a time when the LGBTQ community needs it most. For the California Report, I'm Scott Rod in San Diego. A state appeals court has ruled that companies have to pay employees for work from home expenses they incurred during the pandemic. The ruling involves several thousand IBM employees in San Francisco. IBM had argued they weren't going to compensate their employees for work-related equipment at home because they were following the state's stay-at-home order issued in March of 2020. But the court ruled that even if the company was following the shutdown order, the work being performed from home was benefiting IBM. And that, listeners, is this edition of the California Report for Wednesday, July 12th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez. As always, thanks for listening, and have a great day out there. Support for the California Report comes from Hint. Fruit-infused water with no sugar or diet sweeteners with more than 25 flavors, including watermelon and pineapple. In stores or delivered from HintWater.com. Stanford Medicine comprising its School of Medicine and Adult and Children's Health Systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives, stanfordmedicine.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt through the Schmidt Family Foundation, working together to create a just world where all people have access to renewable energy, clean air and water, and healthy food, on the web at theschmidt.org. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. You get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks.